This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis bringing you the old Trailblazer broadcast this morning where we ride out each morning, as it were, on old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners. That's our purpose. Our desire here is to bring you, thus saith the Lord. And we, we ask you to listen this morning, if you will. Uh, and uh, for our mailing address is Radio Missions, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. We want to continue our study this morning. We've been looking in the first epistle or the first letter of Peter, the apostle of Jesus Christ. And we see in verse 8 now, we've gotten down to verse 8, whom having not seen, speaking of Christ our Lord, whom having not seen ye love, in whom though ye, are, though ye see him not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy unspeakable and full of glory. No one, no, not you nor I, have seen our Lord Jesus Christ in person. No, we, we know from his word only that he came in the person of the Son of God, that, it came, that he came from heaven's height to the lowest depths of earth here to redeem us, a people, an elect people of God, those of us whom the Father had given to him. Peter the apostle had seen our Lord in the flesh. Wasn't that gracious to know that he walked with the Lord? Yes, these uh, to whom he was, had, was writing had not seen our Lord, no, yet they believed in him. Yes, it is one thing to believe God or to believe Christ, to believe that he died, to believe the Bible. I hear so many folks today say, oh, I believe in a higher power. I believe there is a higher power. That doesn't mean anything, my friend. No, but it's another thing, a far different thing to believe in Christ to believe in his in Christ for salvation, to believe in him is salvation. Believing in Christ denotes subjection, reliance, or expectation of all promised goods from him. How many tell us, oh, I believe Christ, but do you believe in him this morning? Are you uh, in Christ this morning as your Lord and Savior? Are you trusting him as your Lord and as your Savior? Or is he just some historical uh, character that you read about in the Sunday school lesson there when you was a child and maybe saw the pictures of him and that's the picture you have in your mind of our Lord but that's not the picture my friend no artist has ever seen our Lord he has no ability and no authority to to, to uh, paint or to print a picture of our Lord and then to palm it off on us uh, poor folks no the Bible tells us that the devil believes and trembles how many of you have ever trembled, and yet you believe that you're saved? Oh, my friend, you, you believe you're saved, but yet you uh, have never uh, come to acknowledge yourself in the need of salvation? True faith is never alone. No, it produces a strong love of, to the Lord Jesus Christ. All truly born-again ones have a sincere love to Christ because we believe in him. And when the true faith and love, where true faith and love are, there's always joy unspeakable and full of glory. One thing, my friend, God's child has, uh, and that is joy unspeakable in his heart. He, he can't speak. He can't describe fully the joy that's in his heart from coming to know the Lord. Now you say, well, uh, I don't hear many folks talk about the joy of the Lord. No, I don't either. You know why that is? Because there's not many folks saved today. You said, oh, I believe all. 
No. All the, the folks who uh, make a profession of faith just join some church and live the best they can, never having known what it is to repent. They don't know anything about the Lord, my friend. No. Uh, it's it's a it, what a, what a joy it is for me as a pastor and a messenger of God to hear a newborn child of God begin to tell of the joy that's in his heart because Christ has uh, has come in to dwell. How he opened that heart and how he began to work there when the heart was cold and and uh, steeped in sin. And now after having been shown that old heart, after having acknowledged that old sin and sin nature, our Lord and Savior. Uh, by faith has been revealed to this poor sinner. It's joy in my heart to hear those uh, speak of being born again, uh, whether they're newborn or uh, whether they've been in the Lord. You know, the Lord teaches us day by day. So many times I enjoy and appreciate hearing from God's saints who tell me of their experiences in the Lord, who tell me of the joys and the heartaches. They tell me of the uh, how the Lord has led them day by day. That's music to my ears, my friend. I tell you, folks, I'm like the old trailblazer. He often said, when God saves a sinner, he could go on to heaven if someone would cut his suspender straps. I've heard him say that many times. I don't wear suspenders, but I know uh, what he meant. The Bible speaks... Uh, of the joy that is in heaven when our, when one sinner repents. So why not you and I? Why shouldn't we shout for joy when we see a poor sinner saved by the grace of God? Listen, folk, let me stop here and tell you, there's nothing in this life, there's nothing in this world worth holding on to and miss being saved, miss coming to know the Lord. You say, well, trailblazer, can't... Uh, can't have all the ple- can't we have all the pleasures and joy of the world and have Christ too? No, no, no. Let me say that again. Folks say, well, can't we just have all the the joy and the pleasure and then have Christ too? No. I say you surely cannot. Christ said, He that forsaketh not all that he hath cannot be my disciple. Oh, you say he was speaking to those who were his followers. Yes, that's true. And he was speaking to you and to me. First, let me say, you will never be saved. You'll never turn to Christ as long as you're holding on to this world's goods and have made them your God, have made them your idol, have made them the joy of your life, and you're dependent upon uh, those things. But my friend, the child of God is dependent upon one thing, and that's the mercy of God. Yes, Uh, he may have much of this world's goods, It's no sin to have this world's goods. No, it's no sin to have money. But the love of money is the root of all evil, not money itself, my friend. Oh, it's gracious when the Lord blesses some of our folks with money and gives them a cheerful giving spirit. Many folks have uh, uh, helped finance this work because the Lord has prospered them. I praise the Lord for them. Yes, uh, it doesn't matter how much of this world's good, but it's like uh, water in his hand. It, it, it's, uh, it's, uh, if the Lord says, my child, let it go, uh, yes, he let it go. He may let you keep it and make money for the Lord. Uh, the many folks are doing that. But uh, one thing I know, all you have or ever hope to have is dedicated unto our Lord. Yes, it's dedicated unto him. There's the blessing, my friend. He provides for you and me. He puts things in our hands. We, you and I, we are the stewards of God. Oh, that we could see this. And men today, uh, my friend, are, so many of them are taken up with the world. Our young generation that has come up 
not hearing the gospel, many of them. They know nothing of God's grace. They know nothing of giving a portion of what they receive back to the Lord. They miss all the joy of serving the Lord. But Peter here speaks of receiving the end of their faith, the salvation of their, of their soul. You and I are now receiving by faith, by faith, the faith of God he gives us, but it's by faith that we receive salvation. Let's look for a moment. What is faith, uh, my friend? What is faith? Folks ask many times, what is faith? In Hebrews 11, uh, chapter and verse 1, we see faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. God grants us faith to believe. He permits us. He causes us to look away from all the circumstances that face us, to look away from all the mortal, uh, mortal man's help. Man cannot help you, my friend. No, there's no help in man. Salvation is by grace, through faith, and yet faith is a gift of God. Oh, I know we're seeing much today of these folks who say, turn your faith loose, come on to our church. We believe in faith healing, and we all of that frothy, charismatic uh, stuff, yes, they believe in that. But I find in my heart, many times, I don't feel anything. I don't feel saved many times. But, uh, you know, uh, feelings may come and feelings may go. But, my friend, salvation is not based upon feelings. The old trailblazer often told us here at the tabernacle, he said, uh, you get up one morning, your liver's kind of turned sideways from sleeping uh, uh, crooked in your bed, and uh, what a terrible feeling you have. You don't feel saved when your liver's upset, do you? No, but salvation will not be, but our salvation will not be affected. Let me say to you folks, some of you there on your sick bed, uh, you may not feel good, but your salvation is not affected. You may not feel like you could trust the Lord there in your pain and suffering, but did you know the Lord knows all about it? Did you know you can come to the Lord there on your sick bed and say, Lord, you know all about my pain, my fever, my sickness. Lord, would you just uh, save me by thy grace and then give me grace to suffer uh, for thy sake? No, my friend, our, our, those things doesn't affect our salvation. I tell you uh, that I feel sorry for many of these folks who go on uh uh, living like that, don't you? They just go on feelings. They get up one morning and their salvation's all gone because they don't feel good. Our Savior and our Lord never said one time to his disciples, do you feel saved? No, he never did that. Uh, why shouldn't you and I, uh, why should you and I worry about feelings? Peter said, whom having not seen, ye love. Do you know why we love our Lord? Because he first loved us. We as hearers in our natural depraved state are unlovable. Yes, we, old sinners, we're unlovable cusses, aren't we? I don't know how in the world that Christ could ever love someone like me. Yes, he has to, he has uh, to love uh, us. Yeah, he has to make us over. He makes us over and, and gives us a new heart. And he knows while he's dealing with our heart, he sees the old heart, but he gives us a new heart that he can love. He gives us a new nature. A new spirit that honors and glorifies the Lord. That's how he does it. Uh, no, don't you like to see the Lord begin a work in the heart of some old hell devil, hard-hearted, cruel, begin to break and to, to make that life over? I do. 
begins to, to draw down, yeah, under Holy Spirit conviction, causes them to see himself, yes, and then he uh, creates a life there that can love. I do. I love to see that, my friend. It's a joy in my heart. One of the blessings of being God's messenger, to know his flock, yes, to pray with them, <coughs> and then for them, and to see the Holy Spirit begin a work in that heart. I think often of my own heart, how he awakened me to my lost condition, took away that old hard heart, cruel, all it, it there was there, and put in me a new heart. And then there's been rejoicing evermore. That's what I love, my friend. That's what I long for to see in your life. I pray day by day, not for folks to come here and join this church. No, that means nothing to you or to me or to them, either one. No, I want to see our folks come to know the Lord. We're praying that the Holy Spirit will break in upon your heart center, bring you to Christ. Yes, not to join some church, not to join this church or any other church, but to bring you to Christ in the saving of your soul. Let me ask you, do you know Christ this morning, my friend? Do you? Do you know him as Lord and Savior? Is he real to your heart? Are you just on a profession, having joined some religious group and called that salvation? Listen, friend, you and I are going to spend eternity somewhere. Our souls are never going to die. They are immortal. We have an immortal soul. Uh, yes, I, I know that I'm rejoicing in the Lord this morning. Are you? Are you uh, rejoicing in the fact that Christ died for sinners and you a sinner? I am. I just praise the Lord for the mercy and long-suffering of God this morning, being begotten of God is a great blessing to me this morning, my friend. Oh, I wish you would uh, think much about your soul. This is the old Trailblazer broadcast this morning coming to a close. Our hearts go out to you. I wish you'd tune in each day. And would you write us and let us know that you're listening? Just drop us a card or letter to the old Trailblazer. Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Pastor Albert Pendorva saying goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658.